News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler and the Louisville Real Estate Show. Hope all is well with you on this Sunday morning. In the studio, some great folks who are here to help answer questions. And we have a very unusual problem I'll bring up in just a moment. First, in a little bit on this show, 13 unusual tips for your cleanest bathroom ever, which is for a lot of us who are germ freaks, this is an important one. Uh, in the studio here, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial. You can reach him anytime at 645-0736. Good to have you here, sir. Good morning, Bob. Also here is Lee Harris. She's the legal counsel over at Limestone Title and Escrow. Her direct cell is 649-7964. How you doing, Lee? Good. Thank you for having me. I will tell you that um, any agents who are listening right now who have to do their continuing ed, which we all do, uh, Lee just hosted a class uh, this past week on continuing ed, and I got to tell you, it was beyond the best three hours of continuing education. I mean, I've the ever board had. won't want to hear this. It wasn't a class. It was fun. It Thank was, you so you, much. I you, appreciate <laughs> that. I don't hear your microphone. Let me make oh. sure. We're hearing Lee okay? Yeah, we are. Okay, good. So, yes, it was fantastic. Thank so, you. Thank you very much. Uh, it was great. And then my son, Greg, hey. who does our marketing, our photography. We always have him. Thank I balance you. your books. I'm a you man of it's many all, things. Yes, he is. And then, uh, of course, you can reach me, Bob Sekulder, 376-5483. Okay. You know, normally this show, we talk about problems that our listeners have. These are could be real estate, uh, legal, whether it's financing. It could be a lot of things. This morning, we start with a little bit of a difference on today's show. It's an actual personal problem I'm having. My wife, Sandy, and I are having. And I hesitated talking about this on radio. But on the other hand, I, I live a very open and um, a, a life that most, uh, you know, you, I'm there. I'm in front of the public, public life. Yeah. So I think it's a learning, and I think it's important. This is not a marital. Let me. This is not a marital. No, no. Well, no, you you let off. You let off with a problem. Sandy and I. No, but what Sandy and I as a couple are having, not with ourselves, it was with a neighbor. And you 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 may find that you either side on one side or another. But let me give you the quick rundown and get into this. So. Uh, you may or may not know about uh, two years or so ago, uh, we were broken into while we were away. And it is, if you've ever been broken into, it's, uh, it, it violates your life. I mean, it really does. It, it, you just feel like you're helpless. And we have video of it. The police were called. The police have the video. They've yet to been, be able to capture these guys. But one of the things that was said throughout the course is, get yourself two big dogs or a big dog. So I went, I said, okay, I'm getting too big. Now, we had an alarm system, but the alarm system wasn't working. Not that we didn't have it on. It wasn't working. So that's another layer of problems. So it's working now, but we want the, we want the alarm and we want the dogs. So uh, Chloe and JJ are German Shepherds. Chloe just turned one. JJ's uh, about seven months old. And they bark. I mean, they have an access door from my kitchen, from the kitchen to the outside. And when they need to go outside and they feel like they need to protect, they're barking and or go to the bathroom. Well, just when they want to say hi. I mean, listen, at the end of okay. the day, they're puppies. And when we bring, just to preface, the, the the nature of these dogs, some dogs are angry. Your dogs are certainly not. These yeah. dogs are your grandchildren. My two-year-old daughter plays around with, and there's no issue. Yeah. So, yeah. This, is, so. this sounds like a, 
what? a neighbor. So not here's what's so listen. Barking. Okay, Am this I, is it. Yeah. So Sandy and I were away on a vacation twice now in the past year, and um, in fact, they were working vacations, and um, we get texts from the neighbors saying, "Hey, you're we're having a problem with your dogs. We need to meet and talk." Well. We we got back from the first trip. We didn't talk, and we thought we solved the problem. Then we we just went on this trip, and we get another text. And Sandy's calls her son, apologizes, calls her son in the text, calls her son and asks, can you go over there and check? Because uh, he's staying at the house, and he's keeping after the dogs. And the accusation is what, that the dogs were barking? Barking and, and making while, it uncomfortable for the neighbors. When he came outside and he was walking to his mailbox, he so, has a dog. Yeah, so yeah. you're getting ahead. But what we did was, folks, because we were so taken aback by being broken into, we had a couple of video cameras up. Now I've got like 10 cameras. In fact, Sandy likes to really give me a hard time about so many. She can't walk anywhere without being on camera. It's it's big brother. Yeah. So, but I I feel protected by having the dogs and the cameras and the alarm system. So we've got this video. When this, we got this text yesterday, I went home and I looked at the video and the the neighbor, who's a nice guy, the great couple, and the neighbor has a dog, a newer dog, and walks the dog. And actually, it looks like he has a dog sit unchained on their lawn while he goes to the mailbox, gets the mail. And I think that's great, the fact that he's able to keep the dog there without even talking to it. Or it, The dog's obviously a great commands. But our dogs see that, and they're going nuts. And I showed you guys in the studio the video. You yes. have, what, a five-foot, yeah. fa- how big is that? It's, a, like so it's an aluminum, it's, black aluminum. Yeah, it's a wrought iron. Paint the picture for about the About four feet, so they can't get out. I mean, right. they're in completely enclosed. There's no way they're getting through. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're doing barking. What, what lots of dogs do in yeah. neighborhoods when dogs pass by. You see somebody, and they're saying, hey, hey, yeah. hey, yeah, hey, yeah, the dogs, hey, but so Come play. So Come play I, with me. in this text I emailed them. I, I texted our neighbor back and said, look, I don't think we need to talk. I've looked at the video. It's obvious that our dogs are getting riled up by your dog coming out there and sitting there. I said, let's do this. Unless you think of a better thing, let me put up a privacy fence on that end. I'll pay for it. I'm not asking him to pay for it. I'm going to pay for it and put up a six-foot privacy fence. In fact, I've already called the, a company. I'm trying to get some quotes and get it done pr- rather quickly. And I think that would take care of it because our dogs would no longer see this other dog on the other side. And the, the what we received back, Lee, you read it as an attorney. Thoughts? What are your thoughts on it? That wasn't a, a reasonable solution to him. No. And how, how would you read his? He his, says, I'm going to the next level, which sounds like legal, uh, legal recourse. Post- posturing. Is yes. there legal recourse in this? No. Okay. So... And I, you know, we've talked about this on the show. There really isn't any legal recourse, and maybe there's a noise ordinance. But um, if you walk around our neighborhood, and Sandy and I walk around our neighborhood regularly with our dogs, there are dogs all around the neighborhood. In well, fact, there's one right around the block called Buddy, who's a great little, I don't know if, what type of dog, but he barks all the time. He's out, in, and there's no fence. This, you don't have, and I get the, the need that you feel you need to defend yourself, and this is one mm-hmm. of those situations where we see... We hear these complaints a lot. We hear them come into our shows from other, yeah, other right. uh, exactly. clients yeah. and, and people from around the, the country. And it's one of those things where you, your neighbor is sounds like he's posturing. And, I, and you know, I I'm, don't know. As much yeah. as I love you, I still say non-biased. And if he, if my father was in the wrong, I'd call yeah. him out and say, "Listen, you, your dogs are out of control." But this is not one of those instances. And we have 
the video evidence of what your dogs do when this happens. We see that they're just being dogs. They're not being aggressive. They're not jumping over the fence. They're not snapping at anybody. They're just literally barking at another dog. So I bring this to you. In the middle of the day, not at night, not in hours where it would be a problem. Well, and and I'm listen, I'm bringing this up on this show because we deal with people's problems all the time with with regard to real estate. And I think whether you're on my side or the other side, the neighbor's side, this happens all around, and certainly I would love to ha- open up a discussion with not only my neighbor, though, based on this text that we received, I'm, it's, would you call it adversarial? That yes. it, it, it's a little strong. Yeah, I think, you, I think you presented a reasonable solution, and instead of accepting that to see if that worked, he just said, I'm taking it to another level, which, again, I don't know what that other well, level is. Well, he threatened is. to take it to another level. Yeah. He's not saying he's – but he also – intonated that he was going to go public with this. Right. And when I when I read that, I said, no, you know what? I'm controlling this in terms of the public in the media, and I'm going to be the first one to say, okay, public, and I'm doing this right now on the radio show. These are the facts. That's You've heard it. And now just let's work this out. So my suggestion, and if anybody else has any other suggestions, folks, if you're listening Call me, 376-5483 on my line. I think the privacy fence in the section that needs to go in will deter, if not stop, this problem. Uh, He made some uh, accusations. Even if it doesn't, though, dogs bark. Yeah, I get it. And And I pointed out, I want the dogs barking. He should want the dogs barking because it scares away burglars. From his house, too. From his house as well. It's not like, and and it's it's his front yard. It's when he's walking to the mailbox. It's one thing if you felt. It's his side yard. It's one thing if you felt in fear or if they were causing a nuisance. But when you walk by dogs, they bark. Yeah, this so I, I just want everyone to know that this is a problem for not just me and my neighbor, from his point of view, but for all people who have neighbors that we should take into effect and account their feelings. And in this case, I thought I came up with a positive loop. In fact, I came up with a solution weeks and weeks ago, but Sandy was saying, I don't want a fence because I don't want to block our view because it's a nice view. But now that this has escalated, she sees the need for this fence, and she's on board with that. And so I'll put a, I'll put a privacy fence up, whatever the cost is. It, I think it's more important. What's the old adage? Uh, fence, Fences make good neighbors. Made, yeah, right. I would, I would rather stay on good terms with my neighbor, put this fence up, take the hit on the dollars, and get it out there so that we don't have this problem than to create problems. And I, I personally think, folks, if you're facing problems like this with neighbors – it's and we've talked about this on the air. You know, maybe you go over and talk, maybe you discuss via text, maybe email, but certainly try to work it out before it escalates to uh, problems. And we don't want that. We we've got too many problems. In the Does world. he like pie? Do we know? He like yeah, apple, I don't, I'll, pie? I'll bring him whatever pie he wants. Peach pie. Uh, we've got we don't we don't have much time to talk about this, but we do have one call. Good morning. You're on News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hey Bob, I was just listening. Um, we just had about five people on our cameras um, breaking into cars in our neighborhood. Um, I do have a small dog, and he's in the home, and he didn't hear anything, but um, I can kind of feel where you're coming from on this because I would have loved to have had a large dog outside and barking, um, letting them know not to, you know, or maybe they would have ran, but they ended up stealing my neighbor's car, and I'm just hoping they don't come back. Mm, I, I don't blame you. 
Um, this you're saying uh, taking this to the next level. Let's leave the dog problem behind. But the, now this with the the car and people out there, you're seeing problems with this in your neighborhood as well. Yes, we had somebody who was breaking in uh, to a house in our neighborhood. So I think everyone in my neighborhood now has a ring. <laughs> and yeah. so we can see everyone who drives in, walks up, everything. I get notifications all day long. So. If, if you don't have a, a doorbell that has a camera in it, you need to think about it. Not ha- that hard to install. Randy, do you? Do you I have, one? have one at my house here and the lake house. I was going to say, uh, yeah, both. It's, it's good to have on oh, rental they're fantastic. properties. I've, yeah. I've yes. installed one for a couple of friends that have rental property, and it's a great way for them to keep checks and make oh, sure the right people are coming in and renting, and they are do you know. It's incredible. I, yeah. I, I'm a big fan well. of those. And, and it wasn't super expensive. No, no. I think, what's the doorbell? There's so many there's different ring, companies. There's, there's Nest. There's, there's, there's uh, the security lines. There's all so. sorts of, you go, yeah. go to your local big box re, uh, or Amazon, whatever. Yeah. They've got them. If yeah. you get in the camera system, it gets a little expensive, and it did on my lake house. But you then it's the a one-time uh, charge. I, I spent 2200 bucks. Whoa. But I, I really did it. But I did, did it a really. System. I got a okay. full system. But you can do a doorbell. And it's 30 bucks a month. Okay. Our that. doorbell was about $250. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. They go even right. cheaper. They've got the ones that are bad. You don't even have to worry about the wiring. They're all wireless. Yeah. Um, you stick them up. They're like yeah. 150 bucks. If, if anyone wants more information about this. Black you, Friday's coming up here. So yeah, yeah. Getting give, ready, getting give, me a, give me a call on my cell. I'm more than happy to walk you through and uh, help you point you in the right direction. Because after all, being when you're broken into, do you... Oh, you we had that happen, that Bob, so you know, about, yeah. about eight years ago, and that was it. I you mean, feel we, violated we, the whole life. Is, so then yeah. when we bought our lake house, yeah. we did it right. Yeah. I mean, that was the first thing we put Good in, for you. basically. Uh, three seven six five four eight three. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekolder, Louisville Real Estate Show. News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Nicole calling, yeah. Yeah. and I have a question for you. A few years ago, my husband was washing the windows on the second level of our house, He was up on the ladder, and the ladder slid out from underneath him. He fell and broke both of his feet at the same time. So now, a couple years later, current, he wants to go wash our neighbor's windows. He has offered to do this, and I'm wondering, do I need to tell the neighbor, or does he need to worry about any sort of liability given my husband's history and previous accident on the ladder this is a great question because many of us want to do favors for our neighbors so what are your thoughts on this lady um i think i would tell the neighbor yes well he's fallen before so you know uh uh make sure that the ladder is safe make sure you use it properly and um you know obviously other than that if he falls off of it it's going to be on their homeowners on the neighbor's homeowner absolutely so in anticipation uh knowing that we were talking about this on today's show I uh, came up with this report uh, that we are going to share with you from all of us. Never make these 13 mistakes with a ladder. And because every year, more than 164,000 emergency room treated injuries and 300 deaths in the United States. I, I know of one death in the world that happened. It was from a lawyer. It was terrible. Terrible. He fell off a uh, ladder on, uh, oh. cleaning gutters and broke his neck instantly and died. They're caused by these ladders, yeah. Oh, you were just tell, we had an old neighbor, right? That's yeah, one of my neighbors, I won't use his name, yeah, yeah, but yeah. he yeah, fell I'm, off a ladder, he broke his neck. He's okay, apparently. But well, it's, I mean, when you get above that. 50 like me or 50 years old, it's, it's the balance yeah, is even a problem. Younger. I even was younger. on the ladder right. the other day changing a light bulb, and we have really high ceilings, yeah. and my wife's in there, she's like, yeah, well, no, this is know, dangerous. we got two this, young kids, like, you know, but you 
So, They're yeah, dangerous. but meanwhile, my dad, before he passed away, 90 years old, he's on a ladder on the roof. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yes. I not. He was also 90 years old carrying a 70-pound door outside yeah. by himself. Big no Bob, I uh, love you wherever you are, we, buddy. We know yeah. where your determination comes yeah. from. Yeah. Where your ambition. <laughs> so, no, the Sikola family. So, we're going to go around the room here. Some some tips. Don't choose the wrong ladder. Don't use a low-capacity step stool. Instead of a highly capacity A-frame ladder to replace a first floor window or uh, an aluminum model near electrical lines, because it could all be dangerous, Greg. So don't forget to factor in the height. So when you're purchasing a ladder, make sure you're paying attention to what you need the ladder for, because you only have so much reach and extension, and you're going to use a ladder to do many different things. So don't under uh, don't undershoot yourself. Make sure you have enough ladder for your job. Randy, uh, resting it on uneven or slick surfaces is just be careful. On I mean, it's pretty common sense on that part. Lee, how about you? Make sure that your locks are not bent and that it is properly locked or could close in on itself. That is very true. Also, placing the extension ladder too close to the wall, believe it or not, and we've seen these in comedies where you the ladder is right up against the wall, you go up the ladder, and all of a sudden the the it pivots, the weight distribution, and now the ladder starts leaning backwards. So make mm-hmm. sure you've got the proper angle, Greg. Oh, yeah. oh you already went. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my turn. Uh, three points of contact. So always have at least two hands, one foot, two feet, one hand. So when you're climbing up, don't have a bunch of tools in your hand. Don't try to be uh, Tarzan and carry everything up. With uh, just holding it in your hands like I try to do and my wife yeah, hands. So don't be do careful. that. Three yep. points of contact. Randy? Speaking of Tarzan, reaching beyond the rails, just make sure you kind of you contain yourself where you can have balance. Yeah, don't reach out over. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. And then on the next one, Lee, is yeah. bringing a buddy. Yeah. Um, and I tell my husband this, and yeah. he has a great story about it. Yeah. Make sure if you're on your ladder, you have someone else... Uh, don't let both of them on the ladder at the same time. Yes, be careful about <laughs> ladders that. ladder is for one person. And then storing loose tools on the rungs can be dangerous because on the way down, you could yeah. slip and fall, hurt yourself on those tools. Greg? This is what I never really thought about, leaving uh, nearby doors unlocked. So you got to be careful when a door might swing open and change orientation. It could knock into the ladder. Yeah, especially yeah. if your ladder is leaning Absolutely. over the door. Yeah. And Casey comes through the door, yeah, yeah, and yeah. You, you could just see that happening. <laughs> Look at La- Randy's got this evil laugh going on. Huh? Go ahead, Randy. You got on the I'm next sorry. one. Sorry, uh, using extendable tools. So, like an extension pole. Oh, I'm that, sorry, yeah. I, I took Lee's. That's so, right. uh, uh, yes, nicely, yes. Pre- nicely done. Yeah, <laughs> and Lee, wrap it up. Don't walk underneath a ladder. Not only is it bad luck, it's a bad idea. Yeah, bad idea. Okay, very good, guys. That worked out real well. All right, back to the phones. Good morning, Bob. And by the way, Nicole, good luck on that with your husband. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Dave. Yep. I hate renting. We're just throwing money down the drain. My girlfriend and I want to buy a home together, but neither of us have enough money to buy. What options do we have, and how much money do we need to buy our first home? Yep. Randy? Uh, I have an incredible brochure on how to build your credit. Uh, just now released this week, and actually I'm presenting this color team next week. And oh. you can go with zero money down, um, and uh, I can show you how you can build your credit very quickly. So, yes, just give me a call but at 645 What type of money zero. is he? Zero down. Zero money down. Wow. We're back to that again, zero money yes. down. Is that so smart, though? Um, I don't. I, I don't see it being a problem as long as their debt to income is oh, correct. All right, we move on. The problem yeah. was is when they had stated income and they did zero money down. Okay, but you still when want you, documentation on that. You have to have documentation. Right. They can afford the payment. If you want to, if you want to see what we're doing and moving the future of photography to the present, 
Go to Louisville3D.com. That's the number three, Louisville3D.com. Not only we have we have our pictures, video, and what we do to make our sellers so successful. And believe it or not, we keep selling homes. So we need, to, How about we need that? homes. How about that? If you want to get on board, call me, 376-5483. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekolder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Susan. Yes, Susan. My wife and I are about to purchase our first home. And then it occurs to me with all the schemes out there, how do we know the people we are buying the home from actually own it? What are the safeguards in place to protect us? It's a good question. Don't Le- buy from for sale by owner. That's the first thing <laughs> well, you yeah, will find well, out eventually. But Lee will tell you the legal yeah. way to find out. <laughs> uh, if you're asking if the seller is really the person who owns the home, mm-hmm. it's very simple. Um, uh, you can look it up online yourself at Jefferson County Clerk if you're in Jefferson County, um, or you can ask. Uh, you can send it to me. I'll look it up. Tell me the names. I'll tell you who owns the property and who, who's the deed held in. But it's all public public record. But uh, and again, if they're buying through a real estate agent through, uh, say, a mortgage company like Swan, and they Swan is using you to close, you're doing a title search. We will do a title search. Absolutely. We'll make sure. Uh, who owns the property, if there's any liens on it, if there's anything that needs to be cleared up, all of that, yes, will be done through a title search by any any closing company you work with. Have you ever heard any problems with that? I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. go ahead. Have you ever heard problems like this where they misrepresent they own the home and, and it actually goes to closing? That's what I'm I asking. have not personally, but I know that it's out there. Gonna say that Even the, in today's world. Yes. The fear of what this person is saying on the phone is, you know, can it be somebody – assuming somebody else's identity and trying right. to sell. We've seen those things, on the old Craigslist ads that used to run those scams right. and frauds. The, right. the, when Zillow was starting, the the fake rentals that people were able to oh, post. Oh, yeah, there's Zillow frauds of all kinds out of that. there. But at the, oh. end of the day, at the end of the day, it's both parties have to come are coming to the closing or there's a power of attorney, there's IDs checked, everyone knows who's right. who, and at the end of the day, it's very yes. hard for in our industry with real estate agents and attorneys present for somebody to sell a home that they don't know. Yes. Yep. With real estate difficult. agents present. Correct. That's very important. Yep. Which yes. Good point. Yep. We're going to take a break. When we come back, 13 unusual tips for your cleanest bathroom ever. Oh, wow. In the studio, Lee Harris, legal counsel, limestone title and escrow. You can reach her on her cell phone. She gives it out, 649-7964. Also, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial. They get the job done. You can get... Pre-approved and qualified for a mortgage anytime, call Randy at 6450736. My son, Greg, you can reach him on Instagram at, or, well, me, yeah, Greg Sicola or at We Sell Louisville. Yeah, I was know. getting ready to get my phone number out, but no. I was like, yeah. <laughs> we almost had him. And then you can reach me anytime, 376-5483. I'm Bob Sicola, the Sicola Bedley Sicola team at REMAX Properties East. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. This is Lee Harris, owner and attorney at Limestone Title and Escrow here in Louisville, Kentucky. We are an experienced team of processors and attorneys who will be happy to help you with your closing needs. We are known for our flexible closing times. We're open to nights and weekends, whatever suits you or your clients. We can help you provide a smooth and quick closing and help with difficult situations based upon our history of expertise and experience in closings. Call us anytime at 502-632-227. Need a home loan or refinancing? 
you need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial. Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor. Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 26362. Equal housing opportunity. Call for additional cost information. Other restrictions may apply. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Here's a message from Shark Tank's Barbara Corcoran. You may have seen Wall Street hedge fund companies advertise that they'll pay you instant cash for your home. Well, I hope you're not considering leaving the sale of your home up to a website. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. Selling your home is easy if you hire the right agent who can give you options. In Louisville, Bob Sokola can bring you an immediate cash offer. He has a track record of getting sellers more money than the average agent. Find out what your home is really worth. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get your home sold. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sekoler, and uh, thank you, Barbara Corcoran, Shark Tank fame. We love you. Uh, she's my mentor, and Greg and I, hopefully, Greg, you're coming up with me. We're going to see Barbara in uh, December. We'll, we'll see. It all yeah. depends on when baby boy is uh, coming into yeah, the Greg, world. Yeah, Greg's wife, Casey, is expecting baby boy, and so that's going to be a question. It's going to be right hopefully. around the day, but thankfully, yeah. there's plenty of flights to and from New in York, one day so it'll go one yeah. day, go up right. and back. Uh, in the studio, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, and you can reach him at 6450736. Also, Lee Harris, Legal Counsel, Limestone Title and Escrow, 6497964. And you can reach me, Bob Sekoler, 37654A3. And son Greg, who you can reach on Instagram, basically. Instagram, at we social media, yeah. online. All right. And by the way, I want to address this real quickly. Um, so, for many years, we've been the Sekoler Medley team. And Bob and Fran Medley, who I love and adore, um, retired back in 2008. And I've kept their name as the Sekolar Medley team in the name at, as a, an homage to them because I love them so much. But at this point, I think it's time that we finally say, okay, we're breaking to the Sekolar team, which is what we've done. That's it's why my fault. We've updated a lot of the marketing yeah. and done a bunch of stuff, and it's just right. more streamlined. The uh, 13 unusual tips for your cleanest bathroom ever. <laughs> Randy, I want to see how many of these you have done. So few chores are perennial as cleaning the bathroom. Uh, the loo probably gets more use per square foot than any other space in the house. So you want to make it nice and clean, spick and span, right? right. Uh, remove soap scum with dryer sheets. Dryer sheets aren't just for refreshing, refreshing your laundry. Add a couple of drops of water to one, and you can remove soap scum from your shower doors and walls. Clean your mirrors with a coffee filter. Did you ever think of that? That works. No. Tackle grout with an old electric toothbrush. Clean your toilet with denture tablets. That's kind of weird, huh? What? Well, think about it. scrubbing yeah. bubbles, that type this of thing. This makes me think of, if you've ever heard of Alton Brown on the Food Network. Yeah, uh, Alton, he's, Alton Brown. Alton Brown. He's yeah. a fan of multipurpose tools. Yeah, he's so I love like the all guy. of these yeah. little random things. Yeah. Machine wash your shower curtain to get it clean. Shine your shower with car wax. 
I wonder if that Rainex works as well. Oh, Bob, so that Bob will be going. I'm going on that one right now to clear, try this afterwards. Clear drains with baking soda and vinegar. We've done that. Shine, baking soda. Baking soda. Shine your faucets with vinegar. Uh, you can use your countertops with aspirin to do more than relieve a headache. Dissolve two uncoated aspirin in a glass of warm water and use the solution to clean your countertop. All right, well, this isn't 1920. There's very few dissolvable tablets. All right. Rust, <laughs> remove rust with salt and lemon. Use hydrogen peroxide to clean grout. Polish your sink faucet with toothpaste yep. and banish mildew with vinegar. And that oh. should help you as well. That's pretty good. Can't All right, stand we, the smell we, of we're out of time, guys. Woo. Our thanks to Lee Harris, Legal Counsel, Limestone uh, Title and Escrow, 649-7964. Also, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial. We love you guys, all of you, 645-0736. My son, Greg, thanks for being here as always, buddy. Yes, you can reach me anytime on my cell phone, 376 5483 If you're thinking about selling your home, remember we've got a... Well, 150-step booklet to help you sell it fast and for more money, no obligation, free of charge. And you can send Bob at WeSellLouisville.com with the subject line, Selling My Home. See you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.